a coaching program. I empower black professional women over 40 to manage their menopausal symptoms and experience joy through those symptoms, despite the symptoms, as well as optimize their health and gain clarity, energy, and focus to take their business to the next level. So I am all about, you know, women empowerment and just really uplifting women, especially in this season of their life as far as menopause and beyond. And I am just, like I said, just happy to be here to talk about whatever we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Listen, y'all. Y'all think I have a lot of energy. Woo! <laughs> Joy, y'all got a lot of energy too. I love it. I always, I'm always watching her <laughs> TikToks. I'm always watching her uh her Facebook lives. Like she, I feed off of her energy. Um, <laughs> and so I thank you for all that you do, my sister. Like I yes. thank you for keeping me accountable for working out, like everything. Like, and so we just have to feed off one another. Yes, I yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so I want to, my topic today is taking care of her. <laughs> Capital H dot, capital E dot, <laughs> capital R dot. And so, and I broke that word, her down. To okay. Say, but we're going to get to that one in a little a little bit when I get to that question. But okay. that is what I heard when I was like, okay, God, where do you want me to, where you want me to go with this? And so, right. just let, always let him lead me and guide me. And so, who knows? I have questions, but it might go to the left or right or whatever. <laughs> We're going to do what we do. Right, right. And we're going to let him have his way. Exactly. And I just want to know, so when you hear that, taking care of her, what, how do we do it? Like, what what do you think? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that? (laughs) Well, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind because of, you know, my book that I, you know, didn't mention before called Loving Me, Myself, and Her. Through uh-huh. perimenopause beyond the her for me is the vagina. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, something that, you know, I find women don't really like to, you know, disclose information about, and they have questions, they have issues and they don't really talk about it. So I wanted to make a point in my book um, to increase the conversations about vaginal health, because it is so important. Um, really nothing that we should ignore, um, especially mm-hmm. as she goes through the changes um after the age of 40. So yeah, that's what I think of her. I think of, you know, the the loving showing love to our vaginas. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And so yes, that came to mind. And <laughs> I, I wanted to be like a dual topic, but I know in your book, um loving me myself and her, like that her was definitely for your vagina. And so but I wanted to be for both because for her you know that's my thing too yes her and and so that's why we really connected as well when you saw that her you was like oh yes yes so so we definitely have that connection and so yes part of that is your vagina and then Mm -hmm. part of that is us as well just as women and yes for you like what was some of the toughest periods for her and then how did you manage and that could be yourself personally or your JJ, whatever you want <laughs> I'm like you want to, you want me to talk about my vagina like, you want to <laughs> because her look her is fine right now and she's been fine and I'm, I'm trying to keep her 
fine for a very that. long time. Okay, very long right. time. But as far right. as the other her, which I also definitely, like you said, definitely appreciate. Um, yeah, some tough times with with her, um, especially after the age of forty, was um, really finding her again. To be honest, um, mm. I was at a point in my life, you know, I just had my third child. And I was going through my career and going through these changes in my body and my mind and was not recognizing her. I'm like, where did she go? I don't know who this woman is. Um, and I was not liking her. I, I was disappointed. I was frustrated. And I'm like, this is this is this is not like me. Um, so that was really a turning point where I had to, you know, figure out, okay, what is going on? Why is it happening? And what do I need to do to get back to her? And they, and not even her, just her, but a better her, a better version of her. Mm. Um, because I also felt this calling that you have more to do. Like you have a lot more to do than what you're already doing. Um, so, so, so that was a turning point where I had to be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get her together. <laughs> I gotta get her together. Um, so, you know, I, um, based, definitely leaned on more prayer, um, and really trying to get, you know, get myself together spiritually and get closer to God as far as praying more. Um, and as well as just, you know, taking care of myself and really putting me as a priority, because, you know, at that point in my life, I was definitely all about, okay, make sure everybody's good. The husband, the kids, my patients, my colleagues, like everybody else. And I really didn't take her into consideration. Like, yeah, you know, I'll get to her, you know, when I can, but I'm gonna make sure everybody else is good. You good. You, 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 everybody's belly's full. Your, your feelings are good. Like everybody's good, but didn't really, you know, put her um, into consideration. So once I started to do that, um, that's when my life started to change in regards for the better, you know, in regards to me being more intentional about putting me first and putting time in for me and only me um, so I can be able to, you know, in, honestly, just pour into me so I can be able to pour into everybody else. Yeah. And that's good because we as women, like you said, we we make sure everybody else is good, you know, right. Good children's good, and then we scrape the bottom, and it's like, wait a minute, like mm -hmm. I, I can't do that because if you don't take care of her, she can't take care of everyone else. It's exactly. Like, it's like you know, what at what point or how did you release the the guilt and that heavy burden? Because we as women, like you know, even when we realize it and we know it, like yes, we, we need to take care of her, like because. It's looking like hello, bag lady. Hey, yeah, you go. Like, I just had the bag, like, we like bag lady carrying all this stuff around. And at the top of the list is guilt mm -hmm. and, and, and shame and worry like, what are they gonna think? Are yes, abandoning them or feeling guilty because of those things that we haven't let go of from right. her when she, her was a little girl. And so, exactly. Right. Like, what can you, you know, what, what was that turnaround point for you? And, and like, what can you share with the women, the audience to let them know, like, it's time to let that go because right. it could be very detrimental yes. to a lot of things. And right. So, Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. A good point. Like like you said, that guilt definitely was there. Like, you know, the mommy guilt, the wife guilt, like everything, all of that guilt, like, you know, oh, um, you know, and even just like just 
um, things around the house. Like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing the laundry, washing the dishes, but I'm over here like meditating. Like they really should be doing that. Um, so what made me push through all that as far as that guilt um, was again, thinking about if I don't do this, what will happen, right? Mm. So I was doing, you know, I was managing through, I was managing through, but I know, you know, within myself that how much more of that can I take and how much more of that do I want my body to endure? Because also I was on blood pressure medicine. So, you know, I was having headaches. So I was having a lot going on. Um, so I definitely had all the nudges physically, like, girl, you need to do something. Like, this is not cool. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is not, you can't, you can't keep doing this. You cannot keep doing this. Um, so, you know, uh, that, that came to mind. And then also, um, just, you know, I have two girls, I have a son. Also being a leader in that regards to showing them, like, look, like, you know, if you don't take care of you, like if you don't put you first, even what, you know, whatever you decide to do for everybody else, that is not going to, you're not going to be able to stay afloat for forever. Like you're going to get to a point where you're going to really be broken down. So if you want to be broke down and ill and, and be okay with that, then that's on you. But if you really want to be well and well all the time, and find joy despite all the other things that may be going on in your life, then you really need to, um, you know, slowly let go of that guilt. And, and let me tell you, it's not easy. Like it's definitely not easy. And it's definitely something that's a, a constant thing that I have to coach myself to. So I'm not at the point where like, I feel no guilt whatsoever, ever. Like I still feel a little inklings here and there, but I'm definitely better than what I was. Um, but it's a constant, like you basically just coaching yourself. Like, look, if I don't do this, this will happen. Um, so, and, and also if I do this, what else will happen? So if I pour into me, I can do so much more, right? I can make mm -hmm. such a big impact, not only on my family, but my community, um, the rest of the world. So, you know, I felt like, you know, and even, you know, just thinking about God, God wants you to take care of his vessel. Like he, he don't want you to like leave her alone and just ignore her. Like he wants, he wants you to put her first, um, and take care of her because you only have one her. Like you can't turn her back in and be like, okay, can I get another one? <laughs> like I don't really. She's not really working out for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So all of those things kind of came into play for in order for me to kind of get over that guilt throughout that process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. good. Like yeah, you do only get one her and. I tell you, we've seen, you know, over this past year and a half, the mm -hmm. things and how many people have just been leaving here. And so yes. you got to take care of her because you only, you only have that one, like right. you only have that one to take care of. And so like, yeah, do it to the best of your ability and exactly. like, get a grip of that because it's like, yeah, it's a lot. And, it's a lot. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, so like, why do women have, you know, even such a hard time, like talking about her? Like, we don't even want to talk about ourselves. We definitely don't want to talk about our JJs. Right. Like, right. It's like, we just sweep it under the carpet and like, okay, like we said. And so 
I, I am really at a place now in my life after turning 50, like mm-hmm. I want to talk about her. Like yeah. both hers, like me and 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 so right. Have, and this it was a journey for me, like I said, and I'm still on the journey each mm-hmm. and every day to do better because it is such a you know, we, we don't learn that. Like right. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. And and you know, for me. Um, it was definitely, like you said, I, I, I didn't want to admit that something was wrong with her. Right. Like I didn't even want to admit it. Like, cause I felt like, you know, we, we think about all the things like you mentioned before, like, what are people going to say? Like what, what, oh, she can't handle it. Oh, she's weak. Like all those things, like, you know, you think about all the other pressures we put on ourselves, um, as well as from the outside world, but also on ourself. Like you're supposed to be the strong one. You're supposed to be, you know, I'm the oldest of eight. I'm the first doctor in the family. Like I have like, you know, I, mm. I, I got a reputation to uphold. Like I can't like, oh, what you mean you can't handle this? Like what you mean something wrong with you? Like you should be good. Like you, you should be all right. So I had to kind of get over that. Like, no, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay not to be okay. And I had to grapple with that too. Like I was like, I'm always the joyful and la 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 la. la. I'm always good. But I was at to the point like I ain't good. <laughs> I am not okay, <laughs> and I need some help. <laughs> I need some help. So so yeah. So really having to kind of get over those, you know, not only societal pressures of you know needed to be the strong one, um, you know, and worry about what everybody else think. Um, as well as the pressure that you put on yourself that you have to always be on point all the time. Um, so really just kind of getting over that and be like, no, it's okay not to be okay. It is okay. You should ask for help because you're not supposed to do, you're not supposed to be doing everything. Okay. There is things that you can, you know, hand off to other people. So again, that going, that goes back to your self care, putting boundaries, you know, putting boundaries into place where like, look, no, I'm not doing that. Somebody else can do this. I'm gonna do this over here. I'm gonna make you do this at, you know, whatever that is. Um, and that's just, again, making sure you are okay first. Um, so yeah, so that's what I kind of went through. Yeah, and you touched on something really good that I, I caught that you said, like I'm the, the, the first doctor, I'm the oldest of eight. And so talk a little bit about those pressures that I wasn't gonna go there, but you mentioned <laughs> so because it's the same thing. Like we, we suffer us that are like these type a personality people mm-hmm, right. are very, um, you know, we are very aggressive in a good way. Like people think the word aggressive is bad. I don't think so. It's a word like, right. Right. Words are words. Like it's how you use it. And so, but that's just our personalities and that we are, you know, go getters and we are always the strong ones. And when you have that, I call them unrealistic expectations that yes. we allow people to put on us and then we put them on ourselves. And right. Um, that we find ourselves in that way. So, I mean, just share a little bit about that because I noticed you said you were the first doctor, you are Afro-American woman. Like, yes. And you are a doctor, and like when people like that, that whole doctor thing is just so in itself like a label that has this sometimes unrealistic expectation. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so you know, growing up, um, 
And you know, I, I, and it wasn't like my parents like drilled into me, like, you gotta be this, you gotta be that. Um, you know, it was definitely something in me, um, you know, to just kind of go in that path. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, and, and, and as I was going through that path, like everything in my life, like honestly, everything growing up, I always thought about, okay, what are my sisters and brothers going to think? Like, what are they going to, what are they going to, you know, look at, or, you know, what are they going to do after I do this? Because I want them, because I'm worried about them. I want them to be well. I want them to do positive things. I want them to do, you know, be their best self too. So if I try to be the best of the best, then hopefully they will be the best of the best too. Um, so I put that pressure on myself. Um, and then, you know, like I said, being the first doctor in the family, you know, everybody come to you with everything. <laughs> Stuff that you don't even do, deal with. Girl, oh, yeah, doctor, let's call doctor. Exactly. Let's, let's call, call Joel. <laughs> and, and, and I've said many of times, I am a OBGYN. I look at vaginas all day. I don't know nothing about a penis besides, you know, my husband's. And you know, like, I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you about other stuff. <laughs> you know? So, so Sorry, that's that pressure. That, that's yes. that pressure there. And like you mentioned, I'm a black woman, black woman in medicine, you know, less than one percent of physicians or one percent of physicians are black women. Like that's crazy. Like one to three percent of black women, like all, yeah. all physicians in the in the country that small percentage is black women. So the pressure of that, right? Wow. <laughs> the pressure of that. And even going through like, you know, building, going up to, you know, medical school and residency, I always felt the pressure like, okay, you know, this little black girl, what's she going to do? Like, what's she going to, you know, how's she going to be to the patients? Is she, is she going to talk crazy? Is she going to, you know, so, <laughs> so, you know, it's all of that. So I really had to be like, okay, I got to be boom, boom, boom. Make sure I say the right thing. Make sure I do the right thing because people are looking at you, girl. Like people are looking at me. They wait for, look, they wait for you to mess up. They wait for you, they waiting to look for something to be like, okay, see, I knew, I knew she, she that girl from PG County. I knew she probably wanted, and you know, so it's like all of that. And then just as a doctor seeing patients, you know, patients say like, oh, you're a doctor, but you, are you like, are, where'd you go to medical school? Are, are you, are you, are you really the doctor? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I am, you know? So it's like all of that. Like it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it is yes. a lot. Um, but again, I had to, you know, go back to, okay. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that is definitely, um, a lot to kind of, you know, absorb and just kind of manage through. Uh, but as the years, as I evolved as a physician, you know, just, you know, knowing all of that, I had to, you know, again, go back to what I need, what do I need to do um, to make me feel good in my skin, despite what everybody else thinks. Mm -hmm. um, and those, you know, and, and if I need, if, and, and if I'm vulnerable at these points and I'm vulnerable and that, and that's what I, you know, and, I, that, and that's what I'm doing now. And as I'm, you know, evolving, you know, doing stuff on social media now, I'm like, I, I'm trying to keep, I got to keep it real. Like, I can't be like, oh, I'm just like, I'm just perfect doctor. And, you know, I'm just, I do this. I'm like, no, I, I got to keep it real. I got to be transparent um, because I, you know, I am not one to be um, um, making it seem like everything is all peas and cream all the time um, because there is, you know, definitely always some kind of struggle somewhere. 
Uh, but it's a matter of, you know, me not staying in the struggle. Like, you know, this is, you know, being at that moment, but being able to pull myself out of it um, mm -hmm. is what I try to do. So, so yeah. 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 That's a lot. Is this, I was trying, I was looking for this, um, this book that I, I was listening to. I have fallen upon um, this podcast and with, um, Joseph, Dr. Joseph Walker III, and he was talking to, uh, uh, um, uh, I think he was an NBA player and now I cannot find it. Cause when you touched on something and mm -hmm. he was talking about those unrealistic expectations with our, with our family. And when we do, you know, make it and things like that. And he was talking about how this guy made it, I'm going to find it. I, I, and he was just talking about, he wrote a book about it too, about how he became, you know, these expectations of once he became famous and he started all of this money, like, you know, now people of course are coming to him and like looking and like, you got to set those boundaries and like right. people are expecting that you're going to be able to take care of them forever and this and that. And he's like, you know, it, that was another added pressure, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, all of you now taking care of your family. So when you said that, like, I thought about that because we do, like, we put so many things on ourselves that, yes. and we got to work through that, like, and we got to work through that. And it's, like you said, it's a forever, you know, we, we continue to do that. Exactly, so, exactly, so definitely. I'm glad that you said that, so. And so when, when I think about, her this is the thing that this is how i broke her this okay. is why i wanted her to say well what it meant to me like her is healthy energized and rejuvenated like mm -hmm. i saw that word her and i was like and that's why i said it can go for both things because yes we definitely need to keep her our jj healthy energized yeah. and rejuvenated well, yeah exactly <laughs> yes yeah, it's perfect for both. <laughs> yes, perfect for both. And so can you give us like three tips on how to keep her healthy, energized, and rejuvenated? And you could, I want them for both. So for her. Yeah, I was going to say for yeah. both. Right, yeah. right. Okay. So for her, just, you know, me being her. <laughs> <laughs> so number my first tip would be you know well i mentioned before um really being intentional about putting her at the top of your priority list um so that is number one my second tip would be um do things for her that brings her joy every day not just some days not just every other day and it can be the smallest thing like you know Lighting a scented candle, listening to gospel music, listening to, you know, R&B, whatever that, you know, what, whatever that is. Do something that brings you joy every single day. Mm. Um, and then the third tip would be, hmm, the third tip would be, what, what, what can I say? I would say, um, you know, probably, again, more of um taking the time to sit with her to reflect mm. and not be on the go all the time right so being able to take a pause and listen to her right because you know for me like i'm i was always like go 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 
and not and you know and there were things that was happening that i was just ignoring like okay i get to that i'll get to that but really sitting with yourself and listening to your body and figuring out what your body needs in order to keep her healthy energized and rejuvenated so those are my three things for her for the other her i would say my first tip would be don't wear underwear to bed <laughs> Y'all hear that, ladies? Don't wear underwear to bed. Okay. Let her be free at nighttime, okay? Let her be free. Get her some air, okay? So that would be my first tip. My second tip would be to um actually eat healthy, like because that tracks down to her. Like if you're not eating things that serve your body well, that ultimately kind of trickles down to your vaginal health. So eating healthy is important. And the third thing would be manage your stress levels because her can be affected by that too. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, making sure that you, you know, if there's stressors in your life, making sure you're having some type of stress management system, whether it's, you know, deep breathing, meditating, whatever that is to keep your stress levels down, that would be um, important to keep her down there healthy, energized and rejuvenated. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Did y'all get that? I hope y'all was taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be free. That's what I was hearing when I heard it when you said. <laughs> and if I can add a fourth thing to her sure, down please, below, please. Um, to keep her rejuvenated is to keep her active, right? Like if you're Ooh. in a relationship, you can't, you know, just not, you know, ignore her and not, you know, you got to keep her active. So if you like what I typically say, if you don't use her, you'll lose her. So make sure you keep keep her keep her active. So. So yeah, and hydrate, drink a lot. Yes, I'm sorry, I just thought about that as I was. That's another good one. Yes, talking. that's number yes. five. Hydration. Yes, hydration is key. That's yes, all. yes, that's for both hers too. Like yes, yeah. definitely. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Hydration, hydration, hydration. Yeah. And so, and so, how how do you or or us together? Um, because I, I think that we are all connected in, in some way, some shape, somehow, some form. And so how do we make women more comfortable about having these real conversations about these real life issues that affect us daily, mentally, emotionally, physically? Because, you know, so many women and so, I mean, and just people generally yeah. are suffering in silence. Yeah. And, I think we are doing a lot better. I think I know we we are doing a lot better, I would say, but it still needs to come to the forefront that we have these real conversations, right? Real things that are that are helping, you know, I mean, that are hurting us. And so how do we make people comfortable or how do you make people like what if what can you say to just so we can have these real kind? Yeah, I don't mind having them, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. Everybody's not us. It's so right. I know. Do? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, and I think, you know, you know, what you do and what I do is just, you know, keep putting those conversations out there for people to kind of, you know, cling to like, you know, 
um, you know, had that conversation about, you know, mental health changes, had that conversation about sexual health, vaginal health, um, you know, you know, providing the information, you know, social media obviously is a big thing that everybody's, you know, on at some, you know, some IG or Facebook or whatever. Um, so putting stuff out on social media, but also, you know, if we can, this pandemic is really dampering stuff <laughs> as far as us getting like really together. So yeah. really having ability to um, get, you know, small gatherings, like intimate conversations with an intimate group of, or a group of women. So we can just have these conversations with each other. Like, you know, have some, you know, people like me and you like kind of head the conversation and just, you know, you know, for me, even with my patients in the office, I just really try to make people feel comfortable. Like I, you know, try to crack jokes and be like, you know, hey girl, hey, like, so they can just feel comfortable with it. And they may not be comfortable with the first conversation, but you know, as you have subsequent, like just keep having the conversation so they will feel comfortable at some mm -hmm. point um, to, you know, speak out and basically speak their piece to figure out, you know, again, what information that they do need and then figure out what they need to feel better. Um, so I think just, you know, just keep putting the conversation of putting those topics out there in the world on social media or, or in your own tribes and, you know, within our own, you know, circles of women that we have, our sisters, our friends, keep having those conversations. Like, you know, I, like I told you, I have, I have five younger sisters or well, I have to have more young, younger sisters, but we, we, you know, we have group chats, we talk about stuff and just, you know, just kind of bring up different things. Like, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Or I'm going through this. Um, and just continue to have those conversations. And I think, you know, eventually um, more of us will feel more comfortable about talking about certain things. But again, you know, it, obviously it it takes people to feel, like you said, uh, at a point where they feel comfortable to even be vulnerable to disclose that to, uh, to you know, different information about themselves. Uh, but just really making that um, point that this is something that's out there that, you know, that make you know that you're not the only one that's out there suffering from whatever that thing is. Mm -hmm. So just kind of putting those that information out there, whether it's social media or just having you know just different group, um, you know, group sessions, you know, in 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 person, um, I think it's important. Yeah, and as you were speaking, I heard the word transparency too, like mm -hmm. that we that we have to be transparent, enough right? To say that we're ha because it's like you know, even whenever we have events or something like that, you know, when people are coming for the first time or even, you know, when you, when we did the thing with Tribe Called Queens and we were on Facebook, like once we started saying, okay, yes, like I got this fan, like I'm hot. I was like, you got to help me. Like, you know, it's like, right. just feeling, like you said, making people feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable. And I think mm -hmm. that's really, and then like us being transparent too about like, you know, hey, this is what happened to me. Like, this is what I was going through. This is what I'm going through, you know, but this is how I got over. And so we start to open up ourselves. And right. Like, okay. Well, uh -uh, I know that girl. Yes. Like, exactly. You right. Have to continue to just keep talking. Like mm -hmm. just have the conversation. And right. Because that's my prayer. Like we, we want to see people, coming out like we want we don't want people suffering in silence because nothing we are not to do this life alone like you said like exactly it's not meant to do life alone we just can't do that because there's too many things that affect us too many things that go on too many things that happen and so yeah like, and I, 
Go ahead. Right. And I was, I was going to say, and I want everybody to win. I want women to win, and especially Black women. Because if we win, our children win, our communities win, and we, you know, we rule this damn world. Because it's like, <laughs> it's so much that we, um, you know, we all have so many gifts, you know, within ourselves that we just need to share with people. But if we're like, you know, kind of struggling within ourselves and not saying anything to anybody and just trying to live, you know, live life through the struggle, like you're, you can't win that way. Um, so if we can get to a point where we can, you know, be vulnerable, share our stories and support each other, like support is, you know, like you mentioned before, a circle of friends and being able to just have that support and just to know that I am not the only one out here struggling, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So, you know, really just, um, you know, providing that, um, I think it's important that, you know, that we are, all uh wanting all of us to win like i don't have to be the only one winning out here like all of us should be winning not, not just me everybody you me and all of that all of them um yes. we all should be winning in our own you know separate little um you know industry or whatever you know we're into so so i think it's important to also um be at a point where you are rooting you know everybody, you know, not only yourself, but your sister, your, you know, all the sisters out there on um, through their process, because everyone obviously have their own journey. Um, but I think it's also important to you to know that, you know, you have other people who don't even know you are rooting for you. Mm. Um, so I think that is, I think that's important too. Yeah, it is. It's key. We got to hold it. What you got to fix that. We got to fix that. Our, our crowns and like, don't let people fall to the wayside. That's right. When we just started this conversation and you were like, you don't look like yourself, like what's going on. And you noticed it right away. And I'm like, yeah, it's been a rough couple of days. Yeah. And so I thank you even for um, acknowledging that and knowing that and for allowing me to to share before we even um, started this. And so, I mean, this will air a, a lot later then, but um, it has been a rough couple of days because yeah. I share with you that I lost someone. And so, but I thank you like for even knowing that, like, cause you know me and you're like, what's going on? Right. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, like, wait a minute, yeah, wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> not the Georgette I know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so I thank you like I thank you for that and 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 I appreciate it. Like and I pray that I would do the same for you. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. that that's that's just just real talk and it's not even it's like coming from a place of love and even though I mean we haven't known each other that long but still it doesn't matter like we have right. a connection and we exactly. immediately like and so you're like I know that's my sister girl like you know we're always supporting yes and so I thank you for that like I thank you for even noticing for acknowledging and it's gonna get better I know that you yes know, because right of who we serve and because of um he will never like it gets it gets rough though. I mean, yes, it's right, right, but right. That's been we just have to lean even more into him mm. and just stay prayed up and all of yes. that. And so, yes, it's definitely. Up. With that being said, I always ask my my guests, and I always ask this question. Um, well, it's kind of a twofold question, but what does prayer mean to you, and how has it changed your life? Hmm. Prayer means to me um, having a conversation with God every single day. And it has changed my life to the point where 
I, you know, like I've mentioned before, I put a lot of pressure on me and I've learned through prayer, like, girl, this is not even about you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This is not even about you. It's what he wants you to do, right? Like, it's not even about what you want. It's about what he wants you to do. So really leaning into that and be like, okay, God, you know, I know you are ordering my steps and I just pray that I'm allowed to, I mean, I am able to follow them like you want me to do Mm -hmm. Um, and not depend on my plans. You know, we all got our own plans. I got my plan in my head, but (laughs) you know, but as I am, you know, again, just continue to pray every single day and, and not just once a day, like, you know, through all the things that I do, like every, before this podcast, like I helping you out, I pray before that, before I start, you know, a social media post or whatever, I pray before. So I, you know, pr- try to pray without ceasing, right? Um, and know, and, you know, know that he is ultimately the in control. Like you can, you know, have this plan, you can have this, all these little things kind of written out what you want to do, mm. but he will decide. <laughs> which one of those things or any of those things is, 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 is his plan. So, so that has what, that, that, that's what really changed my life. So, yeah. Thank you. That was a whole word for me. I'm like, you ain't gotta be coming for me like that. Like I get it. It's so, no, it's true though, because now I'm to the point where I just, you know, I, I, I do my best to just let it go sometimes. Like, yeah. you know, also another, um, that, that type a personality thing is like, you know, we want to plan everything. We want right. like this, this, that, like, you know, everything is supposed to be planned and organized. And I'm telling you over the past couple of months, like it's been very uncomfortable because I have kind of like, just like, you know what, God, just, just have your way. Like, right. kind of like not planned as much. And that's a very scary place. Yes. A very scary space. Yes. Um, And like, but it always works out. Like, I'm just like, like, you know, you still, you try to get, you're like, uh, 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 yeah, uh, exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being one hot. Like that thing is so hard. It's and very uncomfortable. It's yeah. very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very uncomfortable. But I always say, guess what? Like I always tell my ladies, you got to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. So he's like turning around on me, like, okay, you saying that, but are you doing it? And exactly. Like, right. Mm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And what I've also talked, you know, talked to myself in regards to, okay, this is uncomfortable. But if I'm not uncomfortable, then I'm not growing. Right. So I have to get out of that comfort zone um, because out of our comfort zones, that's where our personal growth happens. Mm -hmm. So I just try to embrace that. And again, lean into him like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you lead, but I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm serious. Like I, I I want to put a challenge to y'all out there that's listening for those people who are, every you know t has to be crossed and every mm-hmm. i dotted as you are prepared like try it and see what happened i'm telling y'all like right. it, you know but we have to do that like you know i say like stretching her faith you know yes and, and definitely 
stretch our faith. It's not that we don't have the faith. We have faith. We have faith as soon as we accept him and acknowledge him as our Lord and personal savior. We have faith. It's not right. that. It's just that you still got to stretch that faith. Yeah. It's being comfortable in the uncomfortable and doing those things. Like I always say, like when you're stretching, when you exercise, it hurts. Like, right. You know, exactly. Stretching hurts. That's why we don't like to do it. it mm-hmm. Right. But that's what like you said, though. But once you're done, like, and mm-hmm. I always use that analogy, like once I'm done stretching, like it hurts so bad. But once I'm done, like, I feel so much better. Like, yeah. So attention like that. It's just a release, yes. you know? And so sometimes we just have to release into what he has for us. And it don't feel good while we're doing it. Right. Just got to think about what's on the other side. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And so I hope that will help someone to let that tea, let, let it go. Let, let it go. <laughs> let it go. Just let it go. It'll be all right. It'll just let it go. Yes, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. You let go I mean? and let God. Yes, let go and let God. Really, like we say that, but we be like, ooh, that's a whole other thing. Girl, let me tell you, I meditate that on a daily. Okay, I seriously, that is real talk. Let go and let God with a deep breath. Yes, 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 yes exactly. Mm-hmm. And and it put it takes you to a whole nother level of trust as well yes. with him. Yes. That you, you know, we were like, oh yeah, I trust them. I trust them. But do you really? Do you really? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you really? Because right. Right. when that stuff come, you be like, ooh, <laughs> so, yeah. exactly. So ask yourselves that question this week, like marinate on it. Like, do I really trust him and just mm-hmm. really give it to him? So, well, I Thank you, thank you, thank you for sitting down with me today. And this is my favorite part because it's the last question. Oh, you got another question. Okay. <laughs> yes, we do a little bit of Bible trivia here on oh. praying and pr- <laughs> Oh Lord. I, I'm I'm telling you, I'm gonna fail right now. Okay. <laughs> Look, I pray, okay. But as far as like Bible trivia, I'm gonna tell you right now. I mm. Look, Philippians 4.13, that's what I know. Everything else, I, that's real talk. That's real talk. So you go ahead and ask me. That but. is my favorite Philippians 4.13. Yes, Everybody girl. I had knows. that on the post-it note for college and med school, like, yeah. Yes, that's my, so. everybody, everybody that's like, they know, like, they know that that's I have a I have a lot now, but like that has always been at the top. Like that right. Philippians four thirteen has allowed me to do so many things. Like people be like, you just do that. Yes, Philippians four thirteen. That's why because it's through him. Okay, yes. it's, not, it's not me. It's through right. him that I'm right. able to do. Exactly. But no, trust me, you're gonna get this one. It's it, like I love this part because people be like, Lord, what? Come on, exactly. Like what? I see. I knew it was a setup somewhere in this thing. I knew exactly. it was. <laughs> You know, no, I thought about that. I'm like, I hope she don't ask me like scriptures because I, I can't. I'm not. I'm. I... No, but trust me. Watch, watch. Okay, I, I guarantee. I wish people could see the side out that I'm giving I know, you right now. I know. That's why I said, Lord. I wish this was uh, was visual sometimes because when I say that, people be like, Oh no, you didn't. Like they hold. Like they'll be like, oh yes, it's over, over, good. Like, right, I, exactly. I it that was a great conversation. <laughs> yes, yes. And you like Bible, Bible trivia. Oh, whoa. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. 
three. All right. You're going to get this one. Okay. I, 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 well, I don't, put, don't say that because then you're going to set me up and then I don't get it. It'd be like, that, ain't she a doctor? She. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know that. Lord have mercy. Look, God is still working on me now. Like, just yeah. go ahead. Hey, right. He's he working on all of us. I don't know. Listen, I ain't know. He's still working on me too. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Y'all better know that. I am. Not. Listen, I be putting those. Un- that's again, one of those unrealistic expectations that I'm right. putting on myself. And I'm so glad you said. But the reason, let me. So the reason why I do this Bible trip is because just because of that. Because. Yeah. It's a teacher moment for me, but it's also a teacher moment for for you yeah. as well. Like once we say when we say being comfortable in the uncomfortable and like right. stretches us, but and most important, I do it because then when you hear that question again, you'll always think about me. That's what I always <laughs> say. And, and and you will know the answer. Like okay, like, oh yes, me and George talked about that. So okay, here we go. Okay, how long? And it's so fitting for you. How long did the woman with the issue of blood suffer? The woman with the issue of blood. How long was the woman bleeding? This woman bled for years. Okay, so it's multiple choice. I'm gonna give you. I'm oh, you got multiple, multiple choice. choice. Yay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 It's multiple choice. Okay, so A is ten years. B is two years. C is twelve years. D is six years. Can you repeat the question again? Yes. How long did the woman with the issue of blood suffer? 10 years, two years, 12 years, or six years? Hmm. 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 Um, see, I'm, I'm going to go with 10. <laughs> no, you were She suffered for 12 years. Mm, so, like that number okay. 12 is very, very significant in the new bug. So, yes. So well, let, now- me tell you, let me tell you how the GYM was thinking. She was like, oh, bleeding for, you know, suffering bleeding. 28 days. 28 day cycle. See, that's what's in my head. I'm waiting for the 28 days to come up as an answer. See? See? <laughs> I know. I wish. I know. She wish she thought it was twenty eight days. Lord have mercy, Johnny. Let me tell you, cause that. Listen, y'all men, y'all don't know how lucky y'all are. Y'all ain't got to deal with that. Exactly. Exactly. So. So yeah. Okay. Twelve years. Good to know. Thank. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And now you have. And it was fun. And it was, you know. Yeah. Next time you hear that question you'll know the right exactly and not only that you'll remember me in this conversation and <laughs> yes just, it will bring joy to you okay? yes yes it will yes. thank you I, so much Georgette, no, for having thank, me yes thank you I appreciate, I appreciate you it. I do I appreciate you as well and so any lasting words of encouragement facts or inspiration you want to give and then also how can people reach you how can they connect and how can they support you so let's start with that how can they 
reach, connect, and support you. And then any last thing, encouragement, whatever you want to leave with them. But let them know how and about your book because you mentioned it briefly. But look, yes, yeah, <laughs> she got it. Yay! I still got my um, things in there. My sticky notes. <laughs> your sticky notes. <laughs> yes, y'all, y'all better listen. Hold on, y'all better get this book, ladies. That's like, listen. I was reading like, oh my, I finished this book in like a couple hours, and then I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait because we had a conversation before. Yes, yes. Getting acquainted with the queens, and we had a conversation, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm ready. Y'all don't got no questions. Like, exactly. I got my right, right. Like, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for this. Yes. So people can find my book on my website, drjoyel.com, D-R-J-O-Y-E-L.com. They can order it there, autograph copy. Yes. Um, you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Dr. Joyel, D-R-J-O-Y-E-L. And then I have a podcast, Midlife-ish, Slave Menopause Through Mindful Living. And you can get that on all podcast listening apps. And my, you know, inspirational word of encouragement, um, what, again, I, I just always fall back on really putting your self-care um, as a priority and do things that bring you joy every single day. Um, and if you do that, I think, you know, you just, you know, will just go through life in a better place. Um, to, you know, putting putting you and pouring into your cup so you're able to not only pour in your, your, in your cup into the rim of the cup, but actually have it overflow so you can really serve your people from the overflow. Yes. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. you. And her name is Joy as well. So you know. <laughs> Joy L. So she just, yes, y'all better have joy every day. And I'm, I mean, I'm serious, y'all. It's just like live life to the fullest. Yes. We just never know. And right. Whatever your dream, whatever that thing is that's burning, that wants to birth, be birthed out of you, like just do it. Like, yes. Just trust yourself, trust God, and just go for it. Because right. You never know. And we don't want to leave anything on the table. Like, right. we want to put it all on the table. When I leave, when I listen, when I leave here, I just the theme of my home going is she lived. Like, mm. so just that I, I I'm going to range it myself and every like y'all just show up and come and just party. Like, yes, yes, just have a good time because I don't want to leave nothing undone. Like, yes. That. I just want I, when when I leave it ain't gonna owe me nothing. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna go and God gonna be like, Lord, she finally exactly right. Finally, sit down, sit down, <laughs> sit down, just sit down, girl. You're done. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so, all right, y'all. I thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl Georgette, aka the Preaker. And y'all know what I always say. Do <laughs> and I will see y'all on the next episode. Take care, self care, take care, self care, and God bless. All right. Lord, put your prayers up. Prayers up. Yeah, prayers up. Yeah, prayers up. Yeah. Blessings from the Lord, put yeah. your prayers up. Prayers up.